And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show, more importantly, at HEFpod on Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Like us there. Uh, Eintracht News in the English Language. Uh, set up there. Contests. And also, new episode drops as well. So, get a part of the, discu- the discussion. And that is at facebook.com slash HEFpod. Also, email the show. That is hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com because yeah, we're all part of the Google universe, aren't we these days? <laughs> and joining me this week from St. Louis is Nathan. Hello, bud. Hey, Brian. Long time uh, off the podcast. Well, you've been, well, local sports have kind of <laughs> uh, been gobbling up a lot of time for you recently. Yeah. Haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse. For yeah, for anyone is, who is kind of like, uh, not exactly sure. Uh, see a recent post that we had put on uh, our Facebook page and our Twitter. A certain song that has been, <laughs> I think, right. taking up the airways in the St. Louis media airspace. Gloria, uh, <laughs> I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm joking about this. As the St. Louis Blues of the NHL are about to host this evening, as we record on Sunday. Uh, June 9th, uh, they're about to take part in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals, leading the series 3-2, to two, knowing that a win will then secure their very first Stanley Cup championship uh, in the history of the city, and this being their fourth Stanley Cup visit. Work. First time in how many years? 40? Close to it? 39-40? Uh, for the Stanley Cup Finals? That they haven't even been in St. Louis, yeah. It's um, 49 years since they've been in the Stanley Cup Finals. 49. Were, oh, wow. I was off right. by an entire and decade. Oof. They were in the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row and got swept in every one of those Stanley Cup Finals. And the last time that um, they were in it, uh, it was uh, against the Boston Bruins. Exactly. This opponent in this Stanley Cup, so history all pointing towards St. Louis performing an exorcism, one would hope. Uh, for oh. someone from that area, I mean, oh, hey, I don't, Christ. I don't, I, I don't have a dog in the race. I've got plenty of family members who are Blues fans, but as people know, because we like to chime in about this, especially when it's uh, hockey season, uh, I cheer for a team in Colorado. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would easily say that if the the Avalanche were in the finals, I would definitely be rooting for them over any Eastern Conference team. You mean so. any original six team? Just, just to <laughs> drive that dagger deep into these teams that have a little bit yeah. bigger fan bases. When I say a little bit. I'm kind of being facetious yeah. in that. <laughs> Indeed, it's it's a. I mean, we don't have to talk about it a lot. Uh, let's. I mean, let's move on. But like the, it's the NHL is a weird, weird like system. There is one team that basically keeps the entire league afloat, and that's the New York Rangers. And then there's some, you know, Toronto and and Montreal and kind, <laughs> kind of buoy that system too. But it's everyone else is kind of they kind of lose money, and it it's just a collective thing, somewhat similar to the, the MLS, I'd say in that regard. But um, yeah, I am beyond nervous. I can't. I don't really want to eat anything or drink anything, or I can't keep my 
So, so a little context. I just I I first and foremost my first, my love g- growing up was hockey. Mm-hmm. And I used to play hockey. I used I, I used to play soccer but not that much, but um it, the Blues were my blood. Like everything I did was all Blues all the time. I used to watch every game and then I kind of once it one like the last 2 years I so I kind of dipped out and stopped watching a little bit. And then this year I have said it on this podcast before, but I haven't, I didn't really watch much. So I'm one of those like kind of bandwagon fans for better or for worse this year. Um, Every time you think that you're out, they pull you back in. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Use a Um, Godfather reference. (laughs) uh, um, So I'm, I, you know, I went to the last, I went to the arena to watch the game. Um, on the big screen that was in Boston. And that was just a crazy experience. Didn't know whether or not I'd like it, but it turned out to be really fucking cool. <laughs> so, and then it turned out like I had a buddy who's in Vancouver and he's like, yeah, they opened up in Vancouver. They opened up the arena that the Canucks play in to watch the Stanley cup finals. I'm like, well, it is kind of a religion in that in Canada. So it's pretty cool to see, like, I don't know. We've never been here. I've, I've never experienced this in my life as a blues uh fan so uh pinch me i hope it hope it follows through one can only hope needless to say but you're right enough uh personal <laughs> let's move on talk. to some let's some other sport that's more important eintracht frankfurt interesting news tidbits and everything else that is eintracht so season is over uh, we can kind of cover what happened to everybody else in the Bundesliga. And Zweite Liga and everything down under because there's quite a few teams involved in competitions that uh, also affected the Eintracht. But let's get towards uh, a certain uh, an additional penalty shootout that happened half a world away. Or it seems half a world away uh, for most of our listeners okay. who are normally listening to this podcast. Unless, of course, you're in the Far East. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt 3, Wolfsburg 3. Um, Eintracht's Asian tour, well, really just one game, and then they went to, uh, you had Makoto Hasebe, then going back to Japan, and he's now in Malaysia yeah. working for UNICEF. Hey, good. That's good stuff on there. We have a post about uh, yeah. his Malaysian adventures right now, working for UNICEF on our Facebook Pretty page, cool. so check that out. Um, but yeah, I, I have brought this up multiple times on the podcast that Eintracht Frankfurt to grow as the Bundesliga is actually more popular in the Far East, specifically China, uh, than the Premier League, which, let's be honest, the monetary uh, values of the English Premier League, you know, even if you are a team that gets relegated, such as Cardiff City, or, uh, I don't know, uh, Fulham... Yeah. Huddersfield, whose coach is now going to be the uh, whose coach who left midseason, David Wagner, the Amer- Amer- uh, German American, who uh, is not going to be the next coach at Schalke. So that should be interesting. Um, all three of those teams still made more money from domestic television rights than even Bayern München. Uh, just to kind of put context to that. Woof. Um, Fuck Key <laughs> for me is the Eintracht and getting money that they can from the Far East. And, you know, we played to a penalty shootout, another penalty shootout. It kind of doesn't matter, but it's more the fact that, you know, they were involved in the Far East 
and yeah. uh, growing the game. I would have preferred more of an actual tour than just, you know, just kind of one-off game. Because Wolfsburg has actually been out there, I think, a couple of times. Sometimes they have to wait a little bit because they're playing in the relegation promotion playoff. And we'll kind of hint at that because there's a new member. Uh, for the first time in eight, nine seasons, we're actually going to have the, the playoff has actually uh, given the Bundesliga a new uh, a third promoted team. So it's been a while since we've had that. Uh, aren't we glad that we were not part of that list? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's stay there. Gosh, Let's stay out. Yeah, that uh, I, I'm never gonna. I, I <laughs> haven't had shredded nerves like that in I don't know how long, and that includes the fact that I am a uh, fan who's experienced. World Series and experience more American football, uh, more sporting events than I care to count in football, <laughs> ice hockey, basketball, baseball. I've never been so stressed out in my entire life. Just <laughs> saying, yeah, you are just, your nerves are just shredded. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. It, but it's, it, and, and I, that Nuremberg, mm. uh, that, that loss to Nuremberg, the game one, oh my God. Oh, that was that, rough. That, um, Marco Ross, you know, he can't play in the next game because he picked up a mm-hmm. card and, you know, deflect uh, deflection off of him. It means the goal for Nuremberg. And there's a few guys who are still on Nuremberg's team who are, uh, who, you know, are going to be trying to get promotion next year. But never again do I ever want to kind of experience oh, the no. stress of that. Because stressful as it was for the penalty shootout uh, at the end of our semifinals with Chelsea, that still, because you realize your entire ethos of the club right. can totally be just changed because of that. It's a Look rough spot to be in. Yeah, Cologne. Well, that was a direct relegation. That was Look more fluke than anything else. Hamburg, <laughs> not even being able to get up. Good Lord. Uh, and the Svitsa League is just going to get the, that is such a crowded league and we can kind of hit on that tiny bit later but I would prefer Eintracht doing more in Asia not just the United States where we both oh, reside yeah. but as that is completely untapped market we have one of the great uh, players in Asian uh, football Foosball history in Makoto Asebe, so we should be taking more advantage of that. We should Absolutely. have, uh, I know we don't have one as of yet, but we should have like you know Chinese uh, Twitter feed in addition to Japanese. We should have, and here's hoping that Daichi Kamada will be given an opportunity as he's been very successful uh, on loan in Belgium. Um, here's hoping that he'll be given an opportunity and that'll be able to help us kind of grow yeah. there. And we've had, you know, Playing in South Korea, playing in China, playing in Japan, you know, not not to ignore, you know, other parts of Asia where there is a healthy, healthy love uh, for uh, soccer. I mean, we're talking like Indonesia, Malaysia. I mean, there is so much that Eintracht yeah. could go out there and be a part of. I mean, I'm not saying that Vietnam is probably a spot that they would want to go to, but... Literally talking about, you know, hitting up Indonesia, going to the Philippines, Malaysia, eh, you can enjoy Singapore, 
uh, India, Bangladesh, uh, Burma, Korea. Ma- yeah, any well, okay, only one Korea. Uh, you can oh, probably yeah, get I mean, away. South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it's a huge soccer market. They they're pretty competitive. Exactly, oh, that no. is such it women, is such a granted. It is a huge, a huge traveling that they had to traverse. But you know, yeah, uh, I'm okay with nine track playing. Uh, in the United States in like a Florida cup or something like that in like Arizona uh, in the winter time to kind of be a part of the yeah. American market, be a part of the Asian market, get an, a proper like three, four, five date Asian tour setup. I know that these things like take time and there's all yeah. sorts of logistical things that they would have to work out. But we're talking like this would set Eintracht apart from the rest, its counterparts, ar- right. around the Bundesliga, in in terms yeah, of we, growth, we had a lot to to digest this year, and I think the not just the team itself, but the 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 office itself is kind of growing into uh, a more efficient and more productive uh, aspect of the club, and they had things to focus on this year, most being being that mostly Europe and um, hyping uh, last year's. Pokal victory, um, but it it from a financial perspective, you have to go where the money is, and those are huge markets, and there's a lot of people. Frankfurt is an international city; we all know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be um, keep using that to our advantage. There's a lot of people who come over to Europe, uh, Frankfurt specifically, to even go to school and they, and and branch out from there. And a lot of those folks are from Asia, so. Um, huge untapped market for us, and I think we can really. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think that they are testing the waters for next year and maybe the next few years to to build out longer tours there. Um, it only it only helps the players to stay there a little longer and get acclimated uh, mm-hmm. than just this uh, speed tour that they had. So exactly, and uh, if we can go to Zingtao, you know. Uh, former, uh, for people who don't know their history, uh, where Germany had a former colony uh, pre-certain conflicts that then went down. Hey, wouldn't it be yeah. kind of interesting uh, as Eintracht kind of tours Asia that the, the guys would uh, take a tour of one of the world's most famous brewing companies? I mean, just saying. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, we could, um, we could go yeah, down the, that wormhole forever, granted. <laughs> the, other, the other thing I'll say is I just... They we kind of laid heavy, and I th- this is part of the 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 club the front the the front office that I really appreciate is the the marketing press that they're doing. I think is significantly better than the the third party marketing firm that they used before. Capitalizing on Makoto Hasebe and his and his, you know especially Japan's obsession with him as the captain of the the former captain of the the national team there. I loved that video of him stepping off the train in the station. Um, I think it was Shinjuku station. Um, and I, I was there. So I like, I was like, Oh, I've been there. It's Makoto Sebe is in there. And he's just getting like the Beatles. Like he's just flooded with people around him. It was so super cool to see that. And then see him go back to his former club and, and playing with the little kids there. It was super cool. Exactly. And he's got, he's highly involved there and I would want him to be a part of, I tried going forward, and I hope that Kamana can also be kind of that next player who would then be able to make that step. Because uh, if he does make, if I when it does come to player development, does see him as a guy for the future, and we start getting him involved this season, 
I mean, yes, the Asian Cup has already occurred and he did not partake with Japan. Those guys, ne the next kind of level of competition that he would be involved in is, you know, World Cup qualifying and you got the Olympics as well. You know, uh, there's a lot to uh, be hopeful about when it does sure. come to that. Um, I do think we should probably start moving on just a tiny <laughs> Just bit. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I track doing a lot of media work. Let's talk about a little bit of media work that they have been doing in the United States. Uh, so, uh, yeah. the Pokal returned to Frankfurt. Everyone knows uh, about the movie that uh, debuted in Frankfurt, about the return of the Cup. And that has made it stateside. Um, went to the Kicking and Screaming uh, film festival in New York City and then took a visit also uh, to Austin where our main sponsor uh, shirt sponsor indeed has their corporate offices in Austin mm -hmm. Texas so our friends in Texas were able to see that you can see their see that on their uh, Instagram page uh, so just look up e, uh, EFC cool. Austin uh, of course, they had their own Attila stuffed Attila uh, toy, uh, making big sways there. Attila, Attila, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you can also find that on the main page from Eintracht. So yeah, there yeah. you go. It's an extension of that marketing uh, squad, just doing, just pulling it out because I think extending to those fan bases right there. Those are like I feel like the two bastions of like. The, what the fan base is and can be and highlighting them once again is just great for the u.s the fan base here but great for international uh eintracht fans as well speaking of more cool. american fans uh eintracht to open up an american office in new york city that was officially brought up by the uh sports business magazine and uh yeah so it's only a matter of time before it, uh, is, you know, they start their hiring process. The question is, uh, how many job offers will be made to uh, <laughs> to panelists here on Hey Eintracht Frankfurt? <laughs> uh, I I uh, reached out to uh, Mark, who uh, has been on the show before in New York <laughs> City, because I think he, he he when they were in um, was it Florida yeah. and he got to speak with the team a lot. They were talking about this, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. We might have this might have been afterwards, but they were talking about this office uh, opening up near to the end of the year and he was wanting to get into it. But he I, I so I met I messaged him and he said that they're they're contracting a third party firm to run that office. So, oh no. Um, yeah, I it meant that might that might be incorrect information. I don't know. So it's it's definitely secondary tertiary information. So maybe Kai if he listens to this or or any of the other Eintracht folks, I'd love to get some clarification because I know that there's some diehard fans that would like to uh, you know, become part of the club in a more uh, in a more solid manner in terms of their work life uh balance and whatever so exactly exactly uh, i mean shoot hey cool we have, there are some eintracht fans who are already in the new york city area who have worked in in the soccer landscape therein so absolutely hint hint nudge nudge uh you <laughs> listeners who uh i am mentioning you know who you are and eintracht you should probably find that find these people i'm not gonna kind of no, air kidding. who exactly they are 
<laughs> but we'll kind of move on from there. Huge swears. There's, this there's is another this... Bundesliga club. We are another Bundesliga club who's now opened up a New York City office. Um, obviously, you right. have Bayfell Bay, who is in the United States. Uh, Bayern, I mean, shoot, they have, don't they have like a Chicago office as well and an L.A. office? It seems like that they have more than their own fair share therein, <laughs> but... I mean, fine track growing and growing and growing. One can only hope that uh, dying, that more things are to come from dying track in America. Yeah. And, uh, and if anyone's thinking that, oh, everyone from Hey, track Frankfurt will be hired over, uh, we'll make sure that this thing uh, <laughs> keeps the the wheels keep on rolling, as they say. So we should probably yeah. keep on rolling with this podcast. So uh, talking about uh eintracht frankfurt players who have gone on to international duty or should we just talk about one of the biggest news moments nathan uh in recent eintracht history <laughs> you go right to jovic hey, we might uh, as well just switch to it is the biggest news it is news oh, that shit. dominated <laughs> all over europe that uh, luka jovic has gone over to well he switched, seeing as we did play in white this most recent season, guess what? He's going to also be playing in white yet <laughs> again. But Luca has played his last. The Eintracht, he leaves yeah. Real Madrid. Sadly, Benfica does get a 30% cut. Uh, well, uh, there is there is a good piece uh, from our... Uh, from a guest who's been on the show before, Matt Olbet, uh, from Four, who did a good piece on this on Forbes. You can find that on our uh, Facebook page, where Benfica gets 30% of the fee for Jovic. And, you know, Eintracht, look, this is so far ahead, the biggest fee that we have ever received for a player, you know, and over 60 million, uh, was it that? Over 60 million pounds, 65 million euros. Look, when we didn't get top four, when we didn't make the Europa League final uh, to win it, because let's be honest, if anyone saw that thing, uh, Arsenal was so far off the pace, it wasn't even funny. Didn't look like Chelsea really had to get out of second gear, which, let's be honest, they were very much trying to get into that, and we were battering them right back. They weren't ready for that. I'm pretty sure we would have won it, but either way, we're playing in the Europa League next season, and the Eintracht, well, we would have, look, we would have probably, in my personal opinion, I think we would have won it. It just sucks that uh, we didn't, and because of that, we knew that we weren't going to hold on to him, so it's basically like, we can hold on. I knew for a fact that he needed to be sold, and here's why. Uh, we need, look, an amazing season, but were we guaranteed of having another one yet again? No. And when you have such a big fee that is sitting out there, and that will basically be guaranteed money that will be the equivalent of playing in the UEFA Champions League group phase, when that sort of money is right there to be immediately reinvested in the squad, it was a kind of, yeah. well, need to take it now. Just and just yeah. deal with it. And then you know what? Look, outside of Benfica's cut, which uh, stems back from when we brought him on loan and we were in a very precarious financial situation, having just survived relegate, 
uh, relegation uh-huh. by the relegation playoff. Um, his move, the move there, and the Ravich is in the same kind of vein. Uh, the Eintracht, you know, agreed that a large amount of any sell-on fee should we buy on on our own, you know, would a significant amount would go to the original club. And hey, you know, kind of what happens. I mean, we don't have to do that in the future, you know. But Eintracht, well. We don't have to do these major sell-on fees because we're in such a good financial state right now. But at the time, it was we just needed to do it because we needed the players. And you know what? Mm-hmm. He is still he is still going to be one of the real great individual season producers that Eintracht will have ever seen. His performance against Dusseldorf, you know, and others, you know, goals in Europe. I mean, the kid just banged in goals. I'm going to fondly yeah. remember him because of what he was able to do for us. Because, you know, without him, I don't think that Eintracht would be, it would have had anywhere near the kind of season that we did. You know, this was just, I mean, 25, what was it? 25 goals that he had for Eintracht this season in all competitions. That is an incredible goal tally that hasn't been seen since the 90s, I think. Unless, of course, yeah. you want to look to our Zweitaliga seasons, where, obviously, we were able to get some big goal scores yeah. there. <laughs> but he was pushing for the Torschuster Kanon in the Bundesliga. You know, he ended up being second in the Europa League in terms of total goal scored in the competition. This guy performed for the Eintracht. His comments about... It, about the high pace of the Bundesliga kind of made me scratch my head and wonder. It's like, dude, why are you saying this? Please shut up. You know, this doesn't mm-hmm. make you sound very good in case anyone does want to <laughs> buy you later on. But, you know, the kid performed for us this season in an unbelievable way that no one could have possibly have expected. And the yeah. Eintracht has financially benefited out of this amazingly so in, the, in a way that I believe will allow Eintracht to keep the rest of the team together, the players that we want to keep together, together, and we can just go in into the next season knowing that we're in a vastly stronger position than we were each of the two previous seasons uh, under yeah. the Bobich reign. Yeah. Um, I'm sad to see him go, mm-hmm. but that's the bit, that's the business that we are in. Um, a, fr- uh, a club at the level of, of Frankfurt, uh, can't afford to let that sort of financial stability go by the wayside and you can't ride that as a bet to happen again next year per se. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really sad to see him go. And I say that because I had a huge argument with a loud ass Massachusetts Bayern Munich fan on, uh, the Bundesliga American facebook page are you saying that we we sold him way too early we should have kept him till next year and like there's no fucking way we could have kept him till next year <laughs> it's just if we had made he, the champions would, league we would have then been able to say hey look you're gonna be starting for us right but you know another season like that you know he wanted he wanted to be in a different league he liked look he's gonna be in a slower paced uh la liga which is more of a i would say a technical uh like yeah. probably one of the most the most technically uh, gifted league that there is across all of Europe. Which I think is to his detriment, yeah, honestly. I don't it, think it's it, going it, to work out for him in that yeah. aspect. I think that Italy would have 
probably have been a better thing, but let's be honest, there's no one in it. it there's no whatever anyone <laughs> says, there's no team in Italy who's got the cash to be able to pony up to have been able to right. pry him and beat Real Madrid to his signature. And if you're thinking that Mil- the Milan clubs will be able to do that, one, Inter Milan has basically just forked out 25 million euros just to to the to fire their current coach, the coach who faced off against the Eintracht in the Europa League. Yeah, that's quite a payday uh, to pay yeah. out just to get rid of the guy who they had just signed to a contract extension to bring in an entirely new coach who's going to want money. And guess mm-hmm. what? He's not going to get everything that he wants. The other Milan club is under financial uh, fair player regulations. Like their coach resigned saying, I'm not going to take any payout to save the club money because I love the club. You know, they're under financial fair play, like scrutiny out the wazoo to the point that uh, they are going to be a selling club, not a buying club. And then you're like, okay, can Roma do it? Yeah. No, they have Europa League. They're in the qualifiers, same as we are. Uh, is Lazio going to do it? No, they have a cheapskate owner. Uh, is Juventus going to do it? No, they want a sure thing. And someone called Cristiano Ronaldo will kind of be first first pick there yep. and the dude's only on like an absurd like uh salary and everything else and mm-hmm. they had to shift a lot of people just to keep him around so no real madrid yeah, really we... was the only team in like mainland europe who probably would have been able to afford him in in a league that would have been as easy for him to be in despite the fact that it you know he's not the world's greatest technically gifted player, but you know, he, what you would have then had only a, you know, the only other team in Europe who would have been able to pay for him would have been PSG, which man, that would have been great. If we then would have been able to say, Hey, we'll take uh, only 45 million. If you throw in Kevin Trapp, but (laughs) (laughs) that's a player there's in and of itself. There was some, that's a lot of negotiation there. There were some, I think pretty credible, sources that's that linked him to barcelona immediate uh, immediately preceding mm-hmm. the signing right real madrid and something fell through with them but i i yeah like i don't know the biz the business of all that stuff is kind of a little bit out of my out of my realm of expertise um we we, we i you know the the numbers that like sane and uh, dembele and um, all those Barcelona's dudes, wasting more money than I care to I mean, count. You you can't compare those. Like it's just that I don't know. He I still feel like he, comparing him to those people uh, is a little bit of a of a of it. It just doesn't work because he's still kind of a diamond in the rough. He still needs some polish and and some growing up to do. I it, it we could see him kind of. This will be a test for him, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we'll I see. totally I agree. think we I think we sold him at the right time for him and for us. Next year, I think would have been a very difficult year for those three, uh, Aler, Rebic, and Jovic, to not get super huge heads um, staying in Frankfurt. So I think we saw that already uh, during the end of the year. There, there was a lot of the three of them playing by themselves as islands rather than playing together when they're most successful. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's a good move. Um, I'm sad, of course. I think, he, I, I hope he continues to, to dazzle and, and be successful. So. 
Exactly. We wish him nothing but the best of luck. And should he come up against the Eintracht in a European competition, that uh, it's going to be, you know, he will be able to enjoy the match. Uh, the Eintracht players and the coaching staff and everyone will be able to kind of amicably enjoy kind of catching up with an old friend. Uh, yeah, we appreciate the large fee that we got for him. Um, now that we are in a better financial state from this sale and, you know, from the new Bundesliga TV rights and our places in Europe that we have earned and our high places in the Bundesliga, we're in a financial state that we are going to be able to reinvest going forward and not being having not having to bring in loanies uh with the buyout clauses that will then trigger sell on clauses that will then just kind of rip us apart so as i kind of mentioned ante rebic 50 half half will go to fiorentina granted uh there's an american there at the helm so that might be kind of interesting uh <laughs> mm-hmm. needless to say but uh i could probably go into the ins and outs of what's going on there uh the Serie A ignosium just like i can with the eintracht because hey look there's a lot of soccer to follow in the in the world and it's quite a lot of fun but let's get to some more eintracht news uh or should we get to uh hashtag what are we drinking nathan Whew. um Sure. Let's get to hashtag Let's go. what are we drinking, break things up just a little bit. Got the biggest news out there. We can get into transfer rumors, transfer uh, proper news, official news, that is, in addition to Jovic. Uh, but now for our favorite segment, hashtag what are we drinking, as it's a little bit earlier in the day, Nathan, what are you drinking or going to be drinking? Well, <laughs> you may or may not be able to tell i'm drinking some coffee um some cold brew coffee Mm. that i made oh nice i have uh done the same uh french press hot uh with a little orange and zaft on the side it's early part of the day Mm -hmm. so a little bit earlier unless of course you're watching the women's world cup which uh, of course you should uh entertaining spectacle Mm -hmm. that it is but that's gonna end second one for us at and we will be back with segment two of AI and Trank Frankfurt. So stay with <laughs> Segment two of Hey on Trek Frankfurt here. Talking about everything that's been going on with the Eintracht, we have lots of international news as quite a few Eintracht players have been on international duty or still are on international duty as we are recording. So quite a lot to be going on with. So yeah, um, the under-20 World Cup Indica has been uh, with France. Uh, they crashed out to Mali on the 31st of May. Uh, a little surprising thing there. Quite a few, uh, uh, if you kind of pay attention to Twitter, quite a few people were starting to, uh, from the American landscape, mostly because, you know, the, the United States got so far as they did uh, in that mm-hmm. competition, which uh, getting knocked out of the quarterfinals is kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, especially when you're losing to uh, 
country with you would think smaller resources, but you know, what can you do when you lose to Ecuador? But uh, Indica had mm. been a part of that and basically in the starting lineup all the way through that. Uh, look, he's done pretty yeah. well for the under-20s for uh, France, and we wish him nothing but the you know best of luck in terms of him prolonging his international career because I think that he has proven himself to be uh, one for the future for France. Uh, though, let's be honest, that French team is stacked when it comes to the full international team. So he might have a couple years to wait on that. In the meantime, uh, the Eintracht can be very happy with his... I can be very happy with the progress that he has made, but some of the other guys have been on international duty or are going on uh, international duty. And so we'll kind of hit on that. Ronald has been with Denmark. You know, I keep on hoping that he's going to get his opportunity, and we can kind of talk about that when it comes to uh, Kevin Trapp and his future with the Eintracht. But other guys, yep. Hinterreger is crucial to Austria. Uh, apparently, there's been rumors that he has been home shopping in the Frankfurt area. So <laughs> basically it's just down to negotiating a fee with uh, FCA Augsburg. You know, if, they're co- if they didn't make a coaching change, this would make things so much easier. And instead <laughs> they're being, they're playing hardball because they know that Eintracht has a little bit more money than they did previously. Thanks to the yeah. uh, certain uh, transfer to a certain Madrid club. But you know, there you go. Um, Players who have been made, uh, Eintracht signings, you know, Kostic was made in the Eintracht signing mm-hmm. from his loan spell. So that was made 100% secure due to the fact that a certain team did not get promoted from the Zweitliga. Ha, as foul, the parent club. And so, uh, yeah, they were willing to take any money that they had. So Serbia has had all three Serbians. Well, I should say really the two now, <laughs> as it is the 100% official there. Rebic has been also uh, representing uh, Croatia uh, as they played Wales, and they still have Tunisia in an international friendly later coming up. Tawatha has been an all international duty for Israel. I He's more of a, wow, you're still playing? You're still there? You're still with the Eintracht? Because we have not seen hide nor hair of him since the beginning of the Bundesliga season. And one would have thought that he would have been a player who could have played in a wingback role, but... Yeah, he played in one of the Europa games that didn't really matter uh, later on Yeah, in the group stage, I believe. Yeah, I just kind of scratch my head and wonder with him and just kind of like, okay, what are you doing? What is the plan for him? All I can say is he yeah. everything points to him having an exit this summer. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's still... The thing is, it's due to, down to, I would say, the fact that the country he represents probably doesn't have the deepest of depth that he is still getting an international call up at this moment. So there you go with that. Oh, and an international player who uh, has been called up to an international tournament, that's Guinea, as own... Valet, so uh, we yeah. he had yet to, uh, when we signed him to the Eintracht from Mets, he had yet to announce his kind of international choice. I think he had played a couple internationals for the uh, one of the France youth teams. And, you know, seeing that, hey, I'm not really going to bust through into the France national team. Uh, what are my options? Uh, a certain 
Sebastian Allaire can think about that as well. Uh, I think uh, Ivory Coast is a country he can choose. But uh, for that, so yeah, he made an appearance for Guinea. Guinea is now qualified for the African Cup of Nations, which is used to be kind of scheduled in January and February, but due to the fact that some of the higher international players then were able to, uh, you know, were saying, eh, I'll skip out on this to make sure that I don't lose my yeah. spot with my national team. Something that the Asian tournament, the Asian Cup has yet to kind of go down that road because, let's be honest, the European market does kind of dominate everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be with Guinea. They play, uh, they will be playing Egypt, Madagascar, and Burundi. Not sure where that last one is on the map, but, you know, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so best of luck to him and the African Cup of Nations. That stuff will be happening over the next couple uh, weeks or the course of the summer. And uh, Kevin Trapp has, of course, been with the German national team. If anyone saw uh, Manuel Neuer kind of going out there and making tackles uh, in their game against Belarus, that was kind of comical to see. Um, at least he wasn't making the same mistakes that he did when they played against South Korea. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> quite a lot of international stuff going on. The Martin Hinteregger kind of being the best thing that Austria has going for them when it comes to the defense. So yeah. uh, one those, can only hope that he gets his thing squared away. For those interested, Burundi is just south of Rwanda, and it's adjacent to Lake Victoria. <laughs> Really? I mean, yep. honestly, I had no I couldn't have found it on a map and I like when I saw that name I was like, wait, isn't that like a country that's in Asia? Uh there's point there's so many countries in the world a lot that of countries are out there. Uh, a little bit smaller and yep. uh I, there's only so much information that one brain can handle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's kind of talk about in, uh, transfers that have happened. So uh, a certain Branomir Argata has agreed to leave the Eintracht at the, as his contract ends at the end of June after three seasons with the Eintracht. Um, for, for me, him. he really just could not get going after his first season. He had a good handful of goals in his first season with the Eintracht and never got in the first, in I think it was the uh, Hinrunda, he had scored like like five or six goals, but then he started getting on a goal drought. He got that. Yeah. If anyone remembers that horrible save that happened against him, that last ditch tackle that practically broke the internet when he was when we were playing against Bayern Munich. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah. that alone, you were just like, ugh, can't freaking end this goal drought to save your life. But, you know, what you're going to do. He did get the game-winning penalty in the semifinals against uh, Bruce Munch and Gladbach. So I will forever be thankful for that. But he since a, he's... He had a big been, goal yeah. in the um, in the relegation playoff against Nuremberg. Uh, was that him? I, I, I so. the, win, the winner of all of it was Safarovich. But yeah. uh, I can't yeah. remember in the... In the first leg, I'm struggling on uh, who got the goal. I thought it was Marco. No, Marco was had, was involved in the own goal, but yeah. Oh, Gasinovic uh, scored that. Uh, oh, right, 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 yeah, right. So, That's maybe who I'm thinking of. He's yeah. gone. Uh, 
he had been one that Eintracht was kind of trying to force out for a while, so. Yeah, and he was pretty opinionated about his place on the team, which probably didn't help him, much like Tawata. Yeah. Uh, Pretty negatively, too. No kidding. Uh, So he is just one of many players who are starting to make their exit stage right for the Eintracht. Many more players, Mm -hmm. I think, are likely to follow. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Noel... uh, God, why am I always screw up? Uh, Noel Nothe... Uh, the twenty, yeah. the twenty-year-old has agreed also that he, uh, he will leave at the end of his contract at the end of June. So that's another player off of the books, though more of a player that I was thinking. Uh, you're kind of making up the ranks in terms of, uh, you know, just the requirements of domestic players and such. Yeah. And so one can only think that we have, mm. we have certainly been using Germans uh, for that specific purpose uh the past two years exactly um as as rumor uh persists that shindera is about to to make his exit as well yeah like i keep every you keep on hearing rumors of him going to cologne and you just don't know what's going to happen therein here's hoping that shindera is able to find it because i think he definitely is being told you are allowed to leave exit stage right uh there's Quite a few, I mean, one can only imagine that his brother might be in that same category or his brother will be just kept just to keep the coefficient down. Uh, Coefficient still there. Jutro Williams is another who has been linked to uh, the Premier League. You have Hinteregger, whose loan deal has not been formally established. Same with Kevin Trapp and Rhoda. Who are these guys? I mean, of Rhoda. Kevin Trapp is, uh, is the, I think the... The big domino after Jovic is what we do with Kevin Trapp. And maybe Hinteregger is, is second on that list or flippies. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, that's the big... I think the more contentious argument between Eintracht fans is what do we do with Kevin Trapp. Right. Kevin Trapp is the big question because uh, PSG does seem to be interested in Diga, but a lot of people are talking about, hey, uh, we'll take money from you, Paris, so long as you also give us Kevin Trapp to sign. Uh, they do yeah. seem to be asking for stupid money because they are in dire financial yeah. fair play issues. I mean, they, I mean, look, <laughs> they've been throwing money like it's crazy, but the thing is, like, they haven't been generating enough to allow for them to continue to be playing in UEFA. They have been. The question now, I mean, right now they're already threatening one English club with who's been breaking the same sort of rules. Now they're like, you know, and it's starting to get just a little bit blatant. Um, Paris hasn't been as tried. A little bit. No kidding. (laughs) Paris is in a position where if they don't properly balance the books and they've been sort of there, they will not play Uh in UEFA. And Milan has been in the same category. They barely kept into the Europa League uh, last year. Basically, it had to get a new owner to come in, take over, to guarantee that they would even play in the Europa League, of which they got bowed out in the group phase. And hey, guess what? They didn't make the Champions League, which basically now has them so snake bit that they are going to be a selling club. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's it's just the way that the kind of world works, folks. Marseille and Lyon are uh, frothing at the mouth right now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, celebratorily. Marseille didn't even make Europe. That's that, yeah. that still to me is like 
the stupidest, scariest thing that you could possibly yeah. ever ask for because uh, you had other teams participating in the league and cup finals in Strasbourg, uh, winning the league cup, and then Lens winning uh, the uh, the French Cup, uh, Coupe de France, I think. Yeah, anyways, French Cup. And then you had a team that was in fourth, and yeah, Marseille in fifth, who Eintracht faced in the Europa League will not be playing in Europe. And mm-hmm. so many things that are going on right now with See, Eintracht. I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to get into trap, but maybe we should wait for an episode with uh, Roman to throw in another Roman's angle. rant. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have, I have very specific feelings about trap. And I, I if any longtime listeners of the show, might know i i'm still of the same mind about him as i was when we signed him at the beginning of of this previous season which i was wrong about and i'm totally uh i'll be right out there and say that i was wrong about indeed for me i unless something happens in the meantime we'll kind of be taking a couple week hiatus again uh as this is kind of the way that it works with uh uh time our kind of summer breaks and such, though be back a little bit earlier than normal due to the fact of uh, the Europa League uh, qualification phase. Eintracht is yeah. in the second qualification round. A month and two weeks. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so in a couple of weeks' time, we'll find out who will play in the Europa League. We'll have some more news in terms of uh, transfers and rumors because, I mean, you're hearing stuff from all over that Eintracht is interested in and players in England and in Italy and in France and in Spain and the uh, it's just crazy. I mean, Vallejo yeah. can't seem to find a game in Real Madrid, so apparently he gets linked back with going to Eintracht again. And <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so it is so metal. But this is the time that like right. this is just silly rumors are going all over the place and it's hard to pick down which are real which are not but to me yeah. Eintracht needs an attacking midfielder defensive midfielder a wing back and a center back and if you can't get trapped then back a goalkeeper because unless we signed one of the youth guys who can possibly then move forward there's a lot more to be said for Everything yeah. that goes with the eye track. I think... Yeah, we we need... I mean, it, it, this will be an interesting offseason once again for Ben Manga and uh, Freddie Bobich to uh, work some magic because, like you said, everyone knows we have money. Yeah, um, something so, Roman always even, talked about. Yeah, even like a signing like Jovic is different. It, like if, if we were approaching Benfica about Jovic now um different conversation Mm -hmm. uh so like they're gonna it's just gonna be interesting to see the discussions that they have the because i hope my hope is is that we don't start dipping into more like um talent like a trap like somebody like that i or a rota i have no problem with bringing rota back on loan if then we can get more of a solidified you know buy out clause put in if we're trying to be bent over a barrel, I think Rhoda is more of a. How are you going to be after you know coming back from injury? Because right. I think that's more of a a worrying question to bring up than kind of anything it's, else with him. And I think Trapp, yeah, I was just using him. Paris as, is just asking as, uh, for too much money, and our best solution yeah. now 
unless we start just overspending, which I don't think we should be doing that for him, I think is then securing another loan, whereas get a smaller uh, buyout clause with more of like telling Paris, hey, guess what? We'll take care of his wages. I mean, I think we are taking care of nearly all, but not all, yeah, of his wages, yeah. which was uh, quite a lot, just saying. But at least there, that is, to me, a better financial uh, solution than just buying him outright at the present time because Paris is just a bunch of dicks. Because they yeah. need money. Yeah, they well, kn- we know that they need money, but they're then he did so good that, crap, some other buyer, some other buyers might be out there. I think it'd be kind of hard to, I mean, you know, the right be, yeah, Premier League team there. thinks, "Hey, we need a backup goalie or we need a new keeper." Then, yeah, that's the more than likely uh, league that uh, Parrish could probably sell to. Because I don't, like I said, I don't really think that in the way that money is in Europe, I think it has just gone completely crazy. Because there's one league with. All the piles of cash. There are teams across Europe with also large piles of cash, but you know they're in leagues that hey, guess what? Out after them, there's not many options. So I guess Kevin Trout could go to like Madrid, but good lord, those guys have been spending money at the Wazoo, despite the fact that they have two great number one keepers on their books, and the president wants to sell one, yeah. uh, and that one is the preferred keeper of the current coach. But I, I'm not going to get too much further into that. Nathan, for us, the next major yeah. date is June 19. That's the when the draw date will be for the second qualifying round, which the Eintracht is currently in. And then we'll play our matches on the 25th of July and the 1st of August. Short turnaround time. And so the Eintracht will be playing against teams like Kim. A lot of business yeah, to do. A lot of business to do. Eintracht will be playing its preseason uh, in Europe. So uh, not having to worry yep. too much about stuff therein, which I'm glad because then we don't have to worry about travel. Those guys can worry about travel more for playing in the Europa League than anything else. Ah. <sighs> Nathan, do you want to know who is in these qualifying rounds? Because, let's be honest, there's not many names that you'll recognize. You want me to kind of spit out a few? Sure. In the first qual... That's why we're here. The first qualifying round, I am not joking. There is the preliminary round, you'll never find a team that you've ever heard of. First qualifying round, so this is like two rounds before Eintracht even has to start playing matches. Thank God. But... You know, if you know anything about the Scottish game, you have heard of Glasgow Rangers. They're in the Europa League group stage last season. Uh, their major rivalry in Glasgow with Glasgow Celtic is pretty well known. Then you got Malmo uh, from Sweden. Who knows? Maybe Haragata can like find a contract with them. I mean, they're a pretty high-end team in Sweden, finalist in the 79 European Championship. Um... Barambu, where we got Radecki and Ronal mm-hmm. is in there. Hajduk Split, uh, who produced a lot of Croatians. That's about it in the first qualifying round. Then in the second qualifying round, you got some hev- more heavy hitters. Espanyol, the other Barcelona yeah. club. Wolverhampton Wanderers from England. Roma from Italy. Strasbourg, who I mentioned. And uh, Strunggranz uh, from Oost- Oostreich. 
Uh, that would that'd be great if we got drawn with those guys. Not a very far place to get to, needless to say. No. Uh, Utrecht, where we got uh, Sebastian Allaire. Uh, we kind of haven't talked about him, but there's links to the Premier League. But most of those links to clubs are more because, hey, this club's not going to pull the trigger on him unless this guy goes. So I'm not really all too worried about that. Because, uh, you know, anyone who's like, oh, what if Inter Milan won him? Uh, Inter Milan have got a dude on like five times the amount of money he is on, but they need to sell him because he's a cancer at the club, first and foremost, yeah. and you need to find a buyer to be able to trigger all those things to start moving. Manchester United will link for Ale as well, but hey, guess what? The guy who he would be replacing is a guy who hasn't even moved on yet, and you know the clubs that he's being linked with are clubs that need to move players on first before they could start buying. So, uh, yeah, quite a lot of stuff uh, going in. But yeah, that's the second qualifying round, and then you've got. Oh, then you will start getting. Oh, in the second qualifying, so it's separated in the Champions Path. So teams who drop down from the Champions League, we don't have to worry about those guys. It's just teams who qualify directly for the Europa League that they now have to worry about, thanks to the restructuring of. Uh, the kind of format. So we really will. And then you have, I guess we could worry about Braga from Portugal, uh, Spartak Moscow, Trabzonspor from Turkey, Ustria uh, Vienna, and Sparta uh, Prague, who I think you, uh, was it Slavia Prague or Sparta Prague that you saw in Austria? Um, I saw the Bohemia, Bohemia. and uh, Victoria. There we go. Victoria Pilsen. There we go. And, you know, the likes of Feyenoord, who have been in the third qualifying round. And guess what? Then there's another... Yeah, Eintracht has to play three rounds of qualifying matches to make the group stage. That's a lot of games to play. The thing is... Oh, shit. Think of how many teams I mentioned that we've even heard of, and you look at them, and it's... Re- so long as you don't get, for me, uh, so long as we're not getting... And uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, who, well, those guys are pretty loaded for cash. Uh, so long as we're not getting Roma. Uh, Spartak Moscow could be tricky. Those Russian dudes, especially this one, uh, can always have some cash. And this is a tradi- this is a traditional Soviet top league team, I should point out. Uh, there, I wouldn't want to face Feyenoord. I think that would be really tricky. That would be a short trip and be really interesting. There's not many teams that are in Eintracht's way to make it into the group stage. It's just a lot of matches to play. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't want to, I, a lot of teams that I would be fearful of that are aren't on like the top of the list, like Espanol, for example. That will um, be tricky. Hmm. Um. But I mean, needn't look farther. Uh, look further back than last year in August to know that um, any team, if we're not prepared. Uh, mentally can overtake. Uh, You're talking about the Pokal. Early in the You're summer. talking about the Pokal. Yep. Hey, look, I'll say right. this much for it. Because uh, looking at like when we would play the qualifying rounds dates. So uh, second round is on July 25th and August 1st. And then you have third qualifying round, August 8th and August 15th. And then right, because after that August 15th, Thing, or maybe it's in between in the third qualifying round that we would actually start playing we would play our match in the Pokal uh, first round has yet to be drawn so we still have that draw coming up Yeah, and then you get the playoff That's... round on the August 22nd and 29th guess what we're then going to be in the Bundesliga needless to say yep. 
uh, if things start going well for the Eintracht, uh, we could really be at the top end of the table and be flying through Europe must. and sending our reserves to uh, at least at, send the starters for the home legs and send the reserves for the away trips. Uh, right. We could already get a pretty solid path of uh, a you know rotating, which we didn't have as much this season, which kind of started dragging the team just a little bit. And while we didn't get fourth place in the Bundesliga, it could be of a good benefit. Yeah. Or well, shoot, this, we'll see. <laughs> that's why I brought up like it, there's not a lot of time, and those those bigger signings will come. And I know that we that we will sign like more secured talent, but like part of the magic of Bobich and Manga is is finding the diamonds in the rough. Yeah, that, exactly, that and thank God Manga's staying. So we need to sign those people sooner rather than later. And those people need to help us get through this qualifying round, in my opinion. Exactly. So, um, exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. There are players still move off the books. Uh, we've kind of mentioned them. Jethro Williams, who has been linked uh, to move out. Uh, Tawatha is a player who we haven't seen any links to getting him off the books. But uh, one can only scratch their head and wonder when that will finally happen. I think for that... Yeah. Uh, I think he's probably going to be stay, sticking around unless we really find like two guys to kind of fill those roles. But then again, uh, Alame Traore, I'd like to think that uh, he will be able to uh, be joining. Uh, he will be able to provide more of an impact for the Eintracht uh, once he gets a full like a uh, preseason under him. I think he'll be a lot better for that. But Nathan, that wraps up everything that we had for Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. It's been great having you back on, and here's hoping that uh, uh, things will progress over the summer so that uh, we'll be all in a joyous mood as the Eintracht will then know who's in the Pokal, who we're playing in the qualifying rounds, and maybe a few more players will be signed in the meantime. Where can we find you in the social media landscape of things? You can find me fretting about other sports uh, on twitter at n-a-j-a-k-w-a you can find me brian sanders at k-c-s-g-e follow us on twitter at h-e-f pod you can also email the show that is hey on truck frankfurt at gmail.com facebook.com slash h-e-f pause our facebook page where we post everything about eintracht in the english language there in also new episode drops and everything else can be found there so from all of us here at Hang on Trek Frankfurt, enjoy your summer. We're going to take a couple weeks off, and by then we'll have a few more signings made official. We'll know more official matches and probably the first two rounds of the Bundesliga as well. Until then, cheers! Cheers!